WCSG Backstage gives you access to your favorite WCSG DJs from your family-friendly morning show, the most music for your middays, and the ride home. I'm Tom. I'm Zach. I'm Steve. I'm Kathy, and this is WCSG Backstage. Well, welcome to WCSG Backstage. In this episode, we share our five-word commencement speeches, share the craziest news stories with what the what, uh, stump each other with two truths and a lie, and Kathy shares a deep cut with us. Well, it is graduation season, time for celebrating the next step and enjoying the spreads at all the graduation parties, of course. Uh, Time for you to give the classes of 2022 a commencement Mm. speech. But you have to do it in five words. Kathy, lead us off. Okay, some of the parents are not going to love me for this one. Oh. But my five words are, make time to be silly. I just <laughs> feel like so many of our students right now are just like hunkered down in the books and trying to just make it through, which is great. But man, they need to take some time just to just to have fun and laugh and be silly. And I would say, take time for that even during college because it can get real serious real fast. So just laugh, have a good time, but also do your studies. Yeah, and I think that's something you can (laughs) take with you throughout your whole life too. We we all all have to take that moment to to just have fun and just enjoy just the silliness of life. Yes. Some things are... Straight up silly. Really? Absolutely. <laughs> All about balance. Yeah. That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Well, that maybe will lead us into mine, which was be patient with each other. Oh. Mm-hmm. I was thinking uh, primarily for some reason I was thinking about um, students and parents. Yeah. Uh, but really, I feel like that applies to pretty much anybody you encounter uh, as you move forward in life. Just uh, be patient. Take a breath. And yeah, take it easy. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I, I, uh, I, I'm kind of going on a more serious tone as well. Um, surround yourself with good people. That's good. Mm. I, and I think so often in life we can get bogged down by the stressors of difficult relationships. And, you know, there are difficult relationships in life. And I think that's uh, a lot of us, you know, pray uh, for those relationships. But um, wise people, good people, kind people, people who, who get it. It's so important to, uh, to to have those people in our lives because yeah. uh, it, it's such a touchstone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You become the people that you surround yourself with. Mm-hmm. That's you true. really do. That's good. So mine is changing your mind is okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes. This year is the my 18th year post high school graduation. So I've lived just as much life after high school as before yeah. high school. Uh-huh. And so I was thinking back of what was stressing me out 18 years ago. Yeah. And it's like, I had to know what my major was going to be, what I was going to do for my job, what yeah. I was going to do for the rest of my life. And my major went from meteorology to political science to education. And now I work in the radio, which is none of those <laughs> right. four things. Right. And, um, or maybe all of them. Or maybe yes. all of them. You know, <laughs> true. It's okay to change your mind. You're not always going to be the same person. And maybe it's just me. Like I, I've always been complimented for my intelligence growing up. And that made me think that all the things that I thought we're like absolutely right because mm-hmm. if I would have thought of it, then mm-hmm. this is the right answer. And it took me a long time to learn. Changing your mind is okay. That's Those good are good. Zach. Between the four of us, we have a twenty-word commencement speech that really encapsulates it all. So, yeah, good job, us. There you go. Okay, now the hats can fly. Yes. Yes. That's yes. Right. What? 
The what? The world is a crazy place and it's time to highlight some of the craziest news stories we could find. It's what the what? Tom, what'd you bring? All right. So this this kind of highlights that silliness <laughs> you were talking about, Kathy. Mine is about some creepy dolls that are washing ashore in Texas. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, apparently some some really weird dolls are have been washing ashore in, in Texas, uh, covered in barnacles, um, some with seaweed in their eyes, where the dolls came from. Kind of a mystery. But the Mission Aransas Reserve has been collecting some of the scary figures as they kind of find them along a 40-mile stretch of shoreline. Often they say, you know, as they're looking for maybe sea turtles, or other marine animals that they're trying to rescue, uh, they, they encounter these dolls on the beach. Uh, Jace Tunnel, director of the reserve, noted that we're actually doing scientific work, but the dolls, he says, are a perk. <laughs> He's okay. actually kind of cool with it. So far, the reserve has collected about 30 dolls. Tunnel said in a Facebook video in October, uh, some are missing arms or legs and have algae growing inside the eyes and mouth, as well as barnacles. Some have clearly been chewed on. An image of each one gets posted on their Facebook page, which has generated a, a really substantial following because of it. Uh, Tunnel sells the dolls, sells them, yes, sells them <laughs> at a yearly fundraising auction. He's not sure what the people who purchase the dolls are doing with them, but he says that there's a lot of nightmares out there yeah, referring yes. to the debris. Kind of scary, kind of creepy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, where where are these dolls coming from? How right. are they out to sea? Why are they washing ashore? What's chewing on them? So many yeah. questions. So many unanswered questions. <laughs> is it like an assortment of dolls or is it like some Barbie dolls, some rag dolls? Or are they all like the same type? It's an odd assortment. Even yeah. yeah, even like this weird little lawn figure. I mean, there's just weird stuff washing ashore and uh, for some reason centered and hyper-focused around creepy dolls. All in Texas. All in Texas. Mm. Texas mm. is a weird land. I lived there for a while. <laughs> it's a strange place. It's a good place, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. This, this is very, very Texas. Uh, I also lived in Texas for a while, and uh, whenever I go to the beach, I go to Port Aransas, which is where this story's from, and uh, that's a place that hurricanes hit all the time, like a hundred years ago. Uh Really? So I wonder if this is left over from some very old hurricanes that we're about to see. No kidding. Because a lot of them do look like older Mm -hmm. dolls. They look like 1950s, 1940s dolls. So. What's the name of the beach again? Port Aransas. Port Aransas. Yeah, I don't. It's by uh, Corpus Christi. I don't, okay. Okay. I'm working on Spanish. I think that might be Spanish for baby doll beach. <laughs> Stop it. Get out of town. Yep, top. that's what it is. Yep. No, <laughs> thank you. Thank yeah. you for baby enlightening doll us. Yep, I like that. Yep. All right. <laughs> okay, so I'll go next. This is um, the headline grabbed me. Idaho man runs half marathon while wearing 111 t-shirts. Come on. Oh, wow. I heard about this. An Idaho what? man broke a Guinness world record by running a half marathon while wearing 111 t-shirts. David Rush said it took 25 minutes for his support team to dress him before the <laughs> famous potato Idaho marathon. He completed the half marathon with a time of two hours and 47 minutes. It broke the previous Guinness world record for t-shirts worn during a marathon. I can't believe that's a thing. Yeah. The yeah. previous record was 82. He said, my arm arms lost circulation and yeah, after a couple did. hours my hand <laughs> swelled to what felt like twice the size my normally loose wedding ring was a constricted ring and <sighs> i couldn't even touch my thumb across my hand oh dear why wow that is not the smartest move there very top heavy kind of like the opposite of those punching clowns His, <laughs> yes <to> punch. yeah. <laughs> yes yes it's crazy why yeah. yeah. So I feel like the record is a two-part record. One is the layer of shirts, and mm-hmm. then the second is like the the time that he finished. That was pretty yeah, good that's time impressive. for uh, a marathon. With no feeling even, in even, your limbs. Uh, right. Yes. Like wow. even just one t-shirt, that would be a pretty good time. Well, it, but, it was wow. a half marathon. Only oh, a half. Okay. okay. But, but not half shirts. Right. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah. Moms and dads would be <laughs> okay with top. it. Yeah. Oh, boy. Okay. Oh, boy. 
So we all have our favorite fast food places and our favorite things to get on the menu. Do you know that, um, well, I, the recent news is that McDonald's is pulling out of Russia, but oh, yes. a lot of the big fast food franchises can be found in other uh, nations around uh-huh. the world. The uh, German Burger King has dropped a new range of burgers, uh, and the menu is, well, not for those with a weak constitution. Mm. Uh, you can choose from fried egg and banana, Weird. a currywurst sausage on a burger bun with a marinated herring. Oh, oh I thought you were yeah. going to say hair. Okay. That's uh, vanilla ice cream <laughs> with eggs and olives on a burger bun, or or the yes, uh, the ultimate a burger with layers of pancake, fresh raspberries, ice cream, regular cream, and beef. And, be- uh, and beef. Uh, and okay. beef. Be- before you decide to boycott Burger King or maybe fly off to Germany to get one, depending on how weird your taste buds are, there is a method to their madness. This is a special menu for all the expectant moms out there oh, in I Germany. See. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. According Starting to, to make sense. According to the German Burger King, uh, they are here to, quote, make your pregnancy cravings come true <laughs> as a burger. The pregnancy whopper was the result of a survey that was commissioned by German Burger King. And according to Burger King Germany, uh, their survey, 58% of women who have cravings uh, uh, do have cravings during the pregnancy. The data also showed that the three most popular weird food combos for expectant German moms are marmalade and pickles, fish fingers and applesauce, no. and currywurst and brathering, which is that marinated herring. That, that does not sound mentioned. good. Yeah. No. So I, I I just have to wonder after reading this how many Mother's Day celebrations took place at the uh, Berlin Burger King this year. Yeah, I right? well I have been pregnant before and none of those would have sounded really good. No, what no. kind of a burger, a burger would you have wanted? Probably like burger with spaghetti on it. I wanted spaghetti on it. Like okay, yes, <laughs> I was a little bit like you know um, the elf guy. Um, oh yeah, yeah buddy, buddy the elf. And I yeah wanted not maple syrup, but I did want spaghetti in every meal. Okay. So. Burger you can eat with a fork and a spoon. Yes. Yeah. I have yes. actually Twirl had one of those combinations before. You said one of those burgers had ice cream and olives on them. Weird. Yes. All, chopped up olives on ice cream is actually pretty good. No, Seriously? Because they're salty and the salt combined with the ice cream is yeah. okay. pretty good. Okay. Okay. All right. We're going to have to do our research. Not going to try that. No. <laughs> <laughs> not. What the what? Uh, okay, so um, I know that we have all probably wanted to be in more than one place at the same time, but we can't. We can't clone ourselves quite yet. But this pastor from Bradenton, Florida, he has kind of your sorta, what the what's are always about pastors. It is often uh, well, or dogs. Oh, yes, pastors. or pastors and dogs. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well. Here we go again. Uh, yes, he's from Bradenton, Florida, and he has kind of figured out a way to preach at all nine locations of his rapidly growing church at one time due to some pretty cool technology. His name is Randy Bazette, and he's using new technology, holographic technology oh. called Proto. It can transport him anywhere, live or recorded. It, he can even interact with the audience. Kind of creepy, but I think it's kind of cool. He says this I think uh, is putting me in nine locations at one time or has the potential to do that and makes it much more personal than if it was just a video or kind of a flat screen experience, explains Bazette. Um, There's a technology company called Life Display and they say, 
that they can um, use this unit. Wherever there is a proto unit, they can basically beam one person. They just record themselves wherever they are, and they can beam themselves wherever a proto unit is, is located. So as many locations as you can afford to put a proto unit. The proto unit looks like a big, huge box yeah. um, with a cutout. So you kind of look like a Barbie doll inside of it, you know, because it's without the cellophane. Okay. And so it's like a big box. So you can't actually like walk around the stage. It doesn't look like it. Pretty much. Yeah. Okay, Unless okay. you put it on wheels. And then, oh, yeah. would that be something? With a remote on, on the go. side. That's yeah. Do <laughs> yeah, so it kind of looks like a big refrigerator with this person inside. So I don't know. That seems a little bit off-putting. That would be kind of creepy It seems to like me. the Jedi Council to me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I, I, I thought that they were the ones who developed this technology. Turns out it's... American churches. There you go. <laughs> well, it's used in a lot of different places as well. But okay. this pastor, he said, "Well, I'm going to take technology and like use it for good." And so he's use it actually for doing this, building the king. Yes, um, and he says. This is interesting. This is his quote. He says, Proto is a way of <laughs> thinking outside the box ah. while technically being in one. So uh, he says, whatever we can do to actually reach and impact as many people as we can, we're going to do. And in this case, it's using technology. I so, wonder if it's like the fly. and and But instead of the fly, you've got the Bible. So the Bible gets incorporated in you and then the word is in right. you. Yeah, that would be very nice. There you go. Yes. Yeah. Another, just one step toward. Literally in your heart. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> church tech guy in me very very nervous five years on staff at a church that had campuses and we were always praying please internet please internet hold hold hold." Uh, feel sorry for that poor tech guy no kidding Uh, no doubt they're gonna have some good tech people (laughs) well all right it is time to trick each other now with two truths and a lie we have uh three facts uh two are true one is not but Mm. but which is which that is the question. Okay. Uh, Zach, why don't you go first? Okay, I've got three things here. They're loosely tied together by they're all involving summer. Uh-huh. So number one, the Eiffel Tower loses six inches of height in the warmer summer months. Number two, the largest scoop of ice cream ever weighed over 3,000 pounds. And three, each summer, one and a half million bats move into the Congress Avenue Bridge in Austin, Texas. They all take flight together at sunset to feast on the Central Texas mosquitoes. Mm. I want them all to be true, especially the ice cream. Mm. I'm going to go with the Eiffel Tower being the lie because I think what would happen is it would expand and gain mm. six inches rather than lose yeah. six inches. Mm-hmm. What's the bat stat again? The bat <laughs> You just stat. wanted to say that. Yes, no, you I, yeah, you're right. Okay. One and a half million bats move into this bridge. Now, wow. I used to live in Austin, and I've been to this bridge. It's a pretty small bridge. So that's a lot of bats in a small place. Okay. Mm. Uh, I, I, I kind of agree with Tom's logic on the Eiffel Tower. I think it would grow. What was the ice cream fact again? The largest scoop of ice cream ever weighed over 3,000 pounds. Okay. Hmm. It was strawberry flavored, by the way. Yum. That's a lot of ice cream. I, I just want to go with something different just because... Yeah, you know, just to be different. So I'm going to go with the bat fact. No, what'd you call it? The bat stat. I like the bat stat. <laughs> yes. Well, Tom and Steve, you paid attention in school because yes, the Eiffel Tower gains six inches of height when it gets warmer in the summer. It also leans seven inches away from the sun because oh, of the metal expanding. Wow. That's very okay. interesting. Uh, my uh, three facts are also summer related. Oh. Uh, in fact, uh, Zach stole my ice cream one, so I, I'm pivoting, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, All right, so here they are. 
Americans eat a whopping estimated 20 billion hot dogs from Memorial Day to Labor Day. Mm -hmm. Just Americans. Wow. Uh, The most dangerous time to go to the hospital is in June. And solstice, the summer solstice, comes from the words sol, which is the name of our star, Mm -hmm. the sun. Uh, And stace means like still. It stands still. Mm -hmm. Sol stands still. Mm -hmm. So that's where solstice comes from. Mm Mm-hmm. Our souls need to stand still. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> a little. That's good. Little, okay. little deep moment there yeah, for you. Yeah, thank you. Okay, that's yeah. nice. There you go. <laughs> what do you think? Um, I'm going to go with the uh, dangerous month. The most dangerous month being June. I think it would be more in the deep of summer, like July okay. or August. Okay. Mm. A lot of cuts and bruises. A lot of boo boos. Zach, you go next. I'm going to say the hot dog one. We eat a lot of hot dogs. 20 billion is a lot of hot dogs. That's like 50 a person. Right. That's a lot of hot dogs. I think we eat a lot, but maybe not 20 billion. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going with hot dogs too. Hot dogs was true. Wow, that's a lot of hot dogs. Yeah, it's actually more like 70 a person. What? Shoot. Yeah. So I don't know if, if they're not counting like waste, like, you know, know, like hot dogs that get thrown away, but counting uh, Joey Chestnut. Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> right. There you go. Uh, actually, Tom, you were correct. The most dangerous time to go to the hospital is July, mm-hmm. especially if it is a teaching hospital where new doctors are trained. July is the month seasoned medical residents leave the hospital and new med students arrive. Oh, well, that's so good to know. You got the newbies in the month okay. of July. Yeah. Wow. Don't go. Yeah. Don't go getting sick in right. July. <laughs> right. There right. you go. Well, very good. Well, mine is summer themed as well. I figured since uh, summer vacation is starting, yeah. let's uh, let's talk about summer. So here we go. Number one, uh, while rare, uh, the plague is more readily contracted and spread during the warm summer months, uh, particularly in the western U.S. In 2012, for example, a Colorado girl contracted the, the disease when she touched a dead squirrel on a family camping trip. Ooh. All right. I didn't say they're all... Fun. Uh, <laughs> number two, popsicles, a popular summer treat, were accidentally invented by an 11-year-old boy in San Francisco. In 1905, he left a glass of soda sitting outside, and by the next morning, the soda had frozen. He began selling them at an amusement park in New Jersey. In the U.S., cherry is the number one flavor. And the third, according to the CDC, children are less likely to gain weight over the summer because kids are more active and more likely to have a sleep schedule in line with the hours of sunlight and tend to eat more fruits. Ooh. Hmm. Wow. I would go with the first one that you said. Mm-hmm. Can't remember what it was. Yeah, the plague. Can you read the plague, that again? Yes. Yeah, while rare, the plague is more readily contracted and spread during the warm summer months, particularly in the western U.S. in 2012. For example, a Colorado girl contracted the disease when she touched a dead squirrel. On a family camping trip. Hmm. Yuck. Oh, okay. Yuck. Hmm, that does make sense then. <laughs> Maybe I'll go with the, the last one you said about the kids mm-hmm. are less likely to gain weight. I feel like kids are just sleeping all day and well, eating, eating a lot lots of, of hot junk dogs. food and, yeah. and hot dogs. Yeah, 70. Yeah. So I think maybe I go with uh, that last one. Okay. Yeah, okay. change my vote. All right. What was the middle one? Uh, popsicles, a popular summer yeah, treat, I'm accidentally g- invented by an 11-year-old boy in San Francisco in 1905. 
cherry is the number one flavor. I love that story. Yeah. I want it to be true, but I, I for know. some reason, I feel like there's some detail changed. I'm going mm. with that one. Okay. The okay. I'm going to go with the popsicle one too. Yeah. I don't think it gets cold enough in San Francisco for something mm. to freeze. Mm. Okay. And I also think that orange might be the most popular flavor <laughs> All right. of cherry. Okay. Oh. Okay. Well, the popsicle story was true. Whoa. Uh, okay. You were right, Kathy. I it was one. the last one. Yes. According, here, the truth is, according to the CDC, children are more likely to gain weight over the summer because kids are less active, are more likely to have an inconsistent sleep schedule, mm-hmm. and tend to eat more junk food. See, I know wow. about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Someone's <laughs> got teenagers at Way home. to go, Kathy. That's yeah. right. That's right. <laughs> Okay, well, mine is graduation-themed. All right. So it's not, I, you guys all kind of studied the same, but maybe you didn't see these facts. Maybe I have a chance here. Okay, the oldest known college graduate is a 94-year-old man from California, and the youngest to receive his bachelor's degree was a 10-year-old boy from Alabama. That's one fact. Number two, on his way to the lectern, actor-comedian Will Ferrell d- danced to the beat of disco music for a graduation speech at his alma mater, Yale. Number three, prior to parchment paper, the first diploma was made from sheepskin. Hmm. What's the number one again? The oldest graduate, 94, and the youngest graduate was 10. I'm going to go with the Will Ferrell one. I feel like he went to Harvard and not Yale, so I'm, I'm going to say that's the oh, lie. Mm. Yeah, wow. I feel like sheepskin is close, but not quite. I feel like it's like goat skin or some other kind of mammal skin. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with the last one, too. I feel like it's not quite... Sheepskin. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the whole reason I got nervous for Zach being here is because I knew he'd know something like that. And it was true. It was indeed Harvard. It was Harvard. Really? And I was Way like, Ooh, no one will yeah. know. They'll just be like, Man. it was Ivy League. I've heard that. Ivy League. But no, when I saw that yes. he was going to be on this podcast with us, I was like, oh, no, I might have to change things. But good job, Zach. Yes. Absolutely. Well done. Well mm-hmm. done. Thanks for listening to WCSG Backstage. You can help get the word out about the WCSG Backstage podcast by rating, subscribing, and sharing with your friends. Learn more at wcsg.org and search the keyword backstage. Time to close things out with a deep cut. Back to you, Kathy. What'd you bring? Okay, so recently I heard a clip of a song. I think it was on Facebook or YouTube. I can't remember. And it was called Wherever You Are. And I thought since WCSG's motto is Wherever You Are, that's <laughs> going to be a great song. Well, went back to look for it and I couldn't find, I mean, there's a lot of songs with the title Wherever You Are. Mm. And so I couldn't mm. find the exact one that I was looking for, but I think I stumbled upon one I liked even better. Um, it's by Ben Rector. So we play some of Ben Rector's songs. It's called Wherever You Are. And it, this one, it brought tears to my eyes just because Aww. of the place in life that I am in. The sentiment is, uh, it's kind of a story about a daughter leaving the nest and going out on her own for the first time. And wow. uh, the guy is, is um, you know, the sentiment is that he loves his, his daughter. He supports her, but it's bittersweet because she's moving on, which is great, but it can be scary. And, you know, he's saying no matter where you go, no matter where you are, I'll always be there. Um, the chorus goes, wherever you go, know that you're never alone. You're forever in my heart. In the moments you need me, no distance could keep me. I will be wherever you are. And some people, as I was reflecting on this, some people don't have that kind of relationship with their, their earthly dad. Maybe he wasn't around or maybe he's not around anymore. Um, but it got me thinking that this dad could be like our heavenly father speaking. And I kind of heard it from that perspective. And so it's just a really sweet assurance that um, as we send our kids off wherever they go, college, marriage, across the seas fighting for our country, uh, that he, God, is our perfect father um, and he's with them wherever they are. So Ben Rector, wherever you are. All right. Thank you, Kathy. I'm Tom. I'm Zach. I'm Steve. I'm Kathy. And this is WCSG Backstage. Jenny saved and got her own apartment.
Drive away. 